Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, so you were saying you're from New York. So how how has that as a sports fan, since you know this is a Mariners podcast, we've eventually yeah. gotta get some Mariners stuff. How does that did you who did you grow up first of all who'd you grow up uh what were your sports teams growing up so my sports story is going to be the dumbest story of a child who was so narcissistic that he picked his favorite teams based on if they had a star player named steve so Ah. baseball was my first passion and i was a huge dodgers fan because of steve garvey and then he got traded or went to the padres became a huge padres fan because of steve garvey I mean, I always loved the Yankees. I didn't mind the Mets either. Like, obviously, like, my grandpa loved the Yankees, so I'd watch the Yankees with him. Uh, And then I I started becoming a fan of the Mariners because I was a huge Pearl Jam and Nirvana, and I was obsessive about Seattle, not just because of the music, but, like, oh, I'm I'm paying attention to the Sonics. Here's the crazy part. I was already a Seahawks fan because who was the star of the Seahawks when I was a kid? Steve Largent. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think, like, had I went with Steve Young, I'd be a Niners fan. And that'd be crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just the dumb reasons. I, I I also rooted for the Giants because that was, like, my uncle's favorite team. So, I really didn't have, like, my family were not sports fans. I was. So, like, I was the first in my immediate family that was obsessed with baseball. Like, baseball was everything to me. And a massive, like I said, Dodgers, Padres. And then I became a big hockey fan because of all of my buddies. And I picked the Devils mainly because they were red rotten. And all my friends were either Islanders or Rangers fans. So in a true, I don't want to, I don't want to piss off anybody way. I was like, I'll pick the team that nobody hates. And I don't (laughs) have to, you know, but they're also from around here. Now fast forward, they win three Stanley cups and most Rangers and Islanders fans hate the devils and their fans. But at the time they were awful. They hadn't even made the playoffs yet as a franchise when I started being a fan of the devils. Um, And I still love the devils, but I've become a Kraken fan just, hometown pride and, and i've been wanting a seattle team for so long that it was like how can i not fall in love with this team and, and and so my biggest fear is that both the devils and the kraken are playing very well and i root for the kraken when they play the devils otherwise i root for the devils but it could be it'd be a long shot but we could have a stanley cup finals between the devils and the kraken and that would just blow my freaking mind uh, yeah that's win-win that's a win-win for you you know it is it's like well, but i would love to see the kraken win obviously i mean the devils have won their cups and i will always root for them when they're not facing the seattle kraken uh but i fell in love with the mariners obviously when i moved out here uh what a great time to be uh you know i moved here in the late 90s 
So the team wasn't awful. Uh, and then, of course, then there was that amazing 2001 season. At that time, I'm working at the end. Dude, I was getting access to go and interview players in the locker room. Like they, at the time, they like, and I'll, I'll share a great story of how we got banned from the Mariners uh, because of <laughs> stupidity of the guy I worked with. Uh, but I was going to the, the to go get audio of the players, but I was getting like random audio. Like we were on a sports talk station. We were a morning radio show that was trying to make people laugh and sometimes failing miserably at it. But I really got to get to know Jay Buner during that time because wow. he did not talk to media at all. But I came in in my own stupid wisdom, which actually worked. I came in with CDs and I bribed him. I was like, hey, dude, if you talk to me, I'll hook you up with some CDs. Like, I don't even <laughs> This guy's, and he goes, well, what do you got? I'm like, I got Allison Chain's box set. He goes, all right, yeah, let's do it. So then that kind of became a joke. Like I would get to talk to him. I'd bring a CD for him and hook him up with it. He could afford a record store at that time. Like he's Jay freaking Buner. But I think he got a kick out of the fact that, A, I wasn't asking like boring, in his eyes, by boring sports questions. I was just talking music with him and, and, and keeping it on the surface about baseball. Like, you know, it wasn't anything hard hitting. I was never going to hit him with like a hard question about how the team's doing. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't good enough at that. Like, and I didn't even think to take advantage of those opportunities, but it was great. Like I had a decent relationship with Ken, uh, with uh, Jay Buhner because of that. Also, uh, uh, Moyer was pretty cool. Uh, there was a few, but the thing that got us kicked out, our host was obsessed with trying to get an interview with Ichiro. He, that's all he wanted. He's like, I just want to get some, even if it's a 30 second interview with the team's like, no, he doesn't really speak English and it's very limited and it's not going to happen. Somewhere he found out that Ichiro was a fan of pizza, which, I mean, okay. So I show up to meet up with my host, Andy, at the time. And I'm like, okay, we're going to meet up. We're going to go into the locker rooms and do the interviews. And we have our press pass and all that. So getting in was easy. He shows up with a pizza box. And I'm like, what are you doing with the pizza? He's like, I'm going <laughs> I'm to bribe Ichiro with a pizza. So he talked to us. And, dude, we come down. And I, and I got I, I to gotta imagine it was Lou Pinella. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, I, it must have been. This is forever ago, obviously. We go down, and whoever was one of the managers of the team are like, who do you have for these guys? Like, I could hear them saying this. And I've never felt more small because I'm like, we look like the biggest idiots. And rightfully so. We showed up to a prep. All the other media looking at us like we're – they already thought we were Nimrods. I mean, I'm showing up with CDs. Like, you know, but, like, CDs are easy. I can put them in my, my jacket pocket. They don't no smell. Right. They don't <laughs> smell. They're not edible. Yeah. Got, so finally, like the PR guy at the time, who's still there, uh, Greg Green, awesome guy. Uh, one of the, I, I know he's worked his way up the ladder and like Kevin Martinez as well. I've always loved those guys, even though we deservingly got kicked out of the locker room because they're just like, guys, what are you doing? What, what's wrong with you? I, it's like, why are you bringing a pizza into a locker room? And Andy, we're not missing a beach. Just like, well, uh, we wanted to talk to each other. And we're like, they're like, we said you, you can't. He's like, well, I figured if I give him some pizza, I'll talk. He's like, that's not his decision. Like, we're in charge of this. You don't show up with a pizza. <laughs> it's so stupid. Fast forward five minutes later, we've been kicked out. Our credentials have been taken from us. And we're sitting outside of the, out of the stadium. And he's just eating the pizza. And I'm looking at him. It's like, I, I felt like we were like James Simon Bob or some kind of random weird movie. And I'm like, why do you think that was a good idea? He's like, I don't know. I thought it was a good idea. He's like, do you want a slice? I'm like, well, yeah, of course I want a slice of pizza. I'm hungry. Dude. And we never got uh, access to And granted, we didn't really try very hard because, I mean, I'm not going back to them and being like, hey, give us another chance. They, they were always still cool to me. And to this day, like, 
I have a great relationship with, with those guys when I see them, but I'm, you know, obviously our show, we don't need to have access to a locker room. So I never had to broach that again, but you know, we've done things with the Mariners here at KSW that right. they don't hold it against me. Uh, I, and also I wasn't the one who brought the pizza, but I was guilt by association. But after that, the relationship with the Mariners ended. They were just like, yeah. no, you guys are dorks. Like, no, we're not, we're not working with you guys again. I think this group of Mariners would probably have taken the pizza. That's uh, yes. <laughs> it's a different animal now. But also the funny part about that too is you brought the pizza, and it's like these guys are major leaguers. They have catering. They have everything they possibly would want to eat already. You know, provided for them. Like I, I think if Ichiro wants pizza, they'll make him a pizza that's probably better than the Domino's that we brought with us. Like, I got this inside thing. They don't, the Mariners don't provide pizza for their players. So we're going to bring a pizza. I love it. <laughs> uh, so. Hi, this is Tom Pachorka, the Seattle Mariners, inviting everybody to come on out to the Kingdom on August 23rd for Mariners Funny Nose Glasses Night. Uh, Be the first Tom. in your neighborhood Tom, to have. Tom, I'm sorry. August 23rd is not Funny Nose Glasses Night, it's Jacket Night, Tom. Jacket night. Yes, every jacket. kid 14 and under gets an official Mariner's vinyl jacket free, Tom. Jacket? No nose. No funny nose no glasses. Nose. No, I'm sorry. Hmm. What am I going to do with 30,000 pairs of funny nose glasses? That's your problem, Tom. Uh, you know, as a, as a, like, now I get it. Because I was like, how could a New York fan, you know, with all the with all the accolades, with all the titles, yeah. you know, go over to a Mariners, uh, you know, cross over to Mariners. Obviously, in 1995, we had this, the, you know, epic run that we had to talk about for 25 years until last yeah. year. And, uh, and so that makes sense to me because I was like, oh, this guy has got to be a Yankee fan. This would be interesting. But now I get it. There, You know, certain sports I I follow um like basketball i'll follow the players you know because yep. we lost our team but no i haven't done i haven't picked a team where i followed the guy because his name was myron but that might happen there's not a lot of myrons out there so you know if i, you know, if I could go back and there was a star named myron i 100 percent can understand that ideology behind it it's so funny when people are like oh you're you're a fair weather fan of the seahawks i'm like no i'm a I've been a fan for a very long time. My reasons are not good. And I didn't grow up in a Seahawks family. I didn't grow up in Seattle, but Steve Largent, I saw him on Monday night football and I'm like, his name's Steve. I love this guy. And and then became a fan of the team. And, and obviously the fandom became even more heightened when we moved when I moved out here. And then, you know, I, we did, we've done a lot of stuff with players over the years, you know, throughout the years from like the Grant Wistroms from back in the day to Matt Hasselbeck's to, to the, Robbie Tobex and, and obviously the, the, the Luke Wilson's more currently and other players as well. Like we've had a relationship. So it's hard not to root for a team when you've kind of built a relationship with certain players where you want to see them do well. Yeah. And uh, you know, this team seems very accessible to, um, to, you know, well, Oh, here we go. Hold, let's play. Oh, here comes our friend. We're going to add Rod. Well, this was a good breaking point. Here we go. Okay. Hey. Just, oh yes, I love it with the branding behind you, CJ. Uh, yeah, man. One of our uh, regular uh, co-hosts here on has just joined us. He's uh, friends with Steve. This is the guy that set us up on this date here. Um, yep, yep, yep. So yeah. uh, backstory with with Chris and I is that we played on the same hockey team together. I mean, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, right around then. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, we, then we, we did the WrestleMania together and all that good stuff. And we did, you were yeah, we did WrestleMania and, together. Uh, yeah. uh, we were on a team called the Buzzards originally, and then we changed the team name to the greatest hockey team name of all time. We were called the Browns, but our <laughs> our our team logo was basically Mr. Hankey from South Park. <laughs> imagine the Pittsburgh Penguins jersey where they had the the old school penguin in the triangle logo with holding a hockey stick, but yeah. ours was a. Uh, a brown Mr. Hankey <laughs> with a hockey helmet on holding a hockey stick. It was just a turd holding a yeah. stick. <laughs> that was our team. And we had yeah. custom jerseys. They were brown jerseys with orange and they were amazing. Oh God, so dude, when you guys scored a goal, when you go, howdy ho. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the money to get like a custom uh, painted goalie lid, like how, how players have now, like you can see the goalies. I, I knowing my, I mean, because it was my design that made that turn, it would have been completely offensive and awful, and I would have looked back on it with pure embarrassment. Yeah. I was I'm on a team down here now, uh, inline team. We're called the Moo Crew, and so we have cow and an udders and like and run our stomachs. Oh. It's pretty good. Apparently, hockey's the best. Um, before we hop back in the Mariners, since you were bringing up a little bit of hockey, I noticed, and this is controversial with uh, like my girlfriend and my sister. Uh, uh, specifically, you're a fan of Bowie, the uh, the mascot, the mascot. Okay, obsessed, almost to yeah. the point where we might get a restraining order against us. We have myself <laughs> and my buddy Danny. I do the show with. We call ourselves Bowie Buddies. For yeah. Christmas, both of our significant others got us Bowie jerseys, like full on custom jerseys with the number zero yeah. and Bowie. I don't have a player jersey. I, I've never ever been so obsessed with a mascot that I would ever even think of getting. I would think others are, are ridiculous for doing that. And when we walked into that arena wearing them, both of us, I realized just how ridiculous it was. Like the looks you get, like you get nods, but it's like these are two grown men walking around with buoy jerseys <laughs> together. And then we got pictures with them. And, and yeah, they're, 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 I, I just was so happy to have a mascot that was so ridiculous because I'm a fan of gritty. I'm a fan of ones that are like meant for kids that are super, nice. su super silly. I didn't want anything scary or I didn't want Davy Jones or I didn't want like a big octopus. that was like a badass. Like I wanted, I was pitching like they should have grungy, which would be like, like a grunged out mascot, like, like yeah. gritty, but you know, dreadlocks yeah. instead of orange hair wearing flannel and kind of, that's what they did in a way. Like it's yeah. kind of like yeah. this grungy mascot. Because yeah, he's the uh, nephew of, of uh, the Fremont Troll, right? That's the yes, story. The yes. backstory. Yeah. It has a backstory. And, you know, it, I was kind of like, what is this? And then you really think about it and you talk about it that way. You know, the Mariner Moose was a, a suggestion um, yeah. by a student. And uh, where Bowie is, you know, whether you like it or not, there's a, so much Northwest Seattle Pacific Northwest in it with the, with the frayed jeans, yep. uh, uh, buoy, which is uh, an object in the water for a nautical you know, thing. Yeah, and the troll, which is the troll underneath the bridge. He's a he's a right. relative, but yeah, my girlfriend and my sister want him to stay away from the Mariner Moose. They think that he's they're going to give him bad habits. It's a it's a it's a it's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's kind of like a running joke uh, on like the it's text awesome. when there's when there's buoy stuff. 